0: New variants mean new shots and even more scare tactics. Dr. Peter McCullough has stated the most common question he's asked is, how do I get this out of my body? Spike support formula is the only product I've seen that contains ingredients researched to block and dissolve spike protein in the bloodstream. So whether you got the shot, you're watching, the research surrounding shedding, becoming mainstream, or you've had a bad bout of COVID, spike protein is a serious concern. And while we truly won't know the extent of its devastating effects for many years, there is something you can do right now to protect yourself. Hundreds of people, both with and without the shot, have reported better mental clarity and increased energy levels. Head to twc.health coffee to buy the wellness company's Spike Support Formula and get back to feeling your best. Use the code coffee at checkout for 10% off your order. That's twc.health coffee. Code coffee. This is the Meet Me for Coffee podcast. Over six million streams, numerous tours and bands like Fozzie, Daughtry, Alterbridge and Mammoth, uh, one of my favorite new bands, uh, collaborating with Icon's everybody's favorite sylvia massey who's produced system of a down tool and more um they also have an awesome album called ascension you want to check that one out uh this band is called pistols at dawn i'm here with adam jaffe how are you
1: hey brother thanks so much for having us today i appreciate it
0: that's awesome man i i've been looking forward to this for quite some time uh pistols at dawn been around for uh quite some time what like we said earlier um Let's talk about the new single, Fly. Um, it, it comes in. Uh, it could go either way, man, with that kind of, um, the, the riff kind of fades. You went to the song, uh, and then it just hits you, and it goes along with the emotion. Um, a good follow-up from the Under the Surface uh, uh, single you guys had before. Um, I know Fly is uh, hit some uh, has some accolades to talk about. Let's talk about the single, Fly, and uh, your success coming up on the radio. <laughs>
1: Yeah, man. Uh, so when Ascension came out, there were three songs that we knew we wanted to push to radio minimum. We felt that there were more, but uh, our three favorite from the album were The Truth, Under the Surface, and then Fly. When we, when we, The um, uh, Truth went top 40, Billboard top 40, Secondary top 40, Under the Surface went uh, m- Media Base and Billboard and Secondary top 40. And then after we had such great Uh, Good, great fortune with those. Uh, We came back from our last tour. We went, we did 40 cities did the entire country and a half. And uh, with Alter Bridge, Mammoth WVH, Fozzie, Ugly Kid Joe. Um, And when we got back, it was just, it was time to, I guess, change up our lineup a bit. Uh, we brought on some new members, uh, and for various reasons and whatnot. And, and when we did that, our radio team wanted us to give them a radio edit of, of the fly track, um, for that reason. And because there's a lot of screaming on the original, original track that wasn't necessarily perfect for radio. And so we just, uh, in three days we knocked it out. They fell in love with it and went straight to radio, got picked up immediately, went straight to top 40. Uh, billboard media base secondary every chart imaginable and uh it's been there for months now and we're finishing the year uh with another successful track and that'll be the final track we send to radio from ascension
0: that's fantastic eventually radio's got to you know compromise with us and allow the screaming too i mean they took the scream out of the uh, red jump uh apparatus song that face down uh their biggest single. there was screaming in that but they took it out uh as up here in canada at least um yes he, he with bands like fozzy daughtry by the way i'm happy to see that daughtry has gone back to his roots and just doing the rock thing and the hard rock kind of thing and uh, uh, he's really found himself as of late um Alter bridge and mammoth uh describe what what it's like is it a learning experience being on the road with those bands uh,
1: undoubtedly you know our first big tour was with Alter bridge and mammoth and when you get there, when you get there, you know, you're, you're with some of the icons in music and rock music, the guys who've been around for forever and done everything and played Wembley and, and, and had massive awards and this, that, the other. And it's just like, and you wondered, you know, you wonder how it's going to be. And then you're with with uh, wolfgang van halen you know and his guys and you wonder how it's going to be being with a legend's son you know and how's he going to be on the road and to be quite honest with you we got there and it was once they saw that we could hold our own on stage uh we were instantly friends you know it was like instantly colleagues and friends and everybody respects everybody everybody's just doing what they do that their are part of the show and uh you know we loved being on the road, especially with that that particular tour, because the 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 crowds were massive. I mean, from the from jump every single night, packed rooms, six, seven, eight thousand people in the coolest rooms in the US. And it was it was just magical. And they were the nicest guys. You know, Tremonti would just come sit down and talk about his new Christmas album that he was writing and and this, that, the other. And we talk about his child and you know, just hang out, just normal normal people. Just like us. And, you know, we just all happen to be, you know, really good musicians and and uh, but you learn a lot from watching their their repetition every night and how they do things and how their crew does things. And then you go on the Fozzie tour and with Ugly Kid Joe and we had a different type crew and we had different type venues, you know, iconic venues that we've been gearing up to play, you know, our entire lives. And we played all of all of the smaller, I guess you could say, 2000 person venues. And and thousand person venues and and even smaller. And it was the type of thing where we got used to that type of touring. And it was just awesome playing all those places that you grew up with and and hanging out with all those guys. We knew a lot of the Fozzie guys and we got to know the ugly Kid Joe guys who are the nicest guys on the planet. And, uh, you know, you're just good friends. We just had a great time.
0: Yeah. As as long as I see that you're being professional and not serious about putting on the show because it's about the fans, it's about the show coming together and uh, in some way, shape or form, I I was, um, you know, as an aspiring musician myself back in the day, I was always kind of wondering like what it took to be on a tour to be as big as Alter Bridge. And then I just kind of ended up analyzing a lot of their DVDs and I saw them live once or twice. And I was like, man, these guys are good. It's mainly because they have their, their showdown. Um, and of course, performing live constantly, you, you, you're probably better than you were at the beginning of the tour. You're, you're really tight by the end of the tour, just repeating, like repeating your set, you're playing music together. Um, the is at an all time high, um, describe one of your, your best and most memorable moments being on that tour.
1: Yeah, man. Uh, two two of my most memorable moments, and you're absolutely right. I mean, listen, when we started that tour, we were very good at what we did. When we finished that tour, we were exceptional at what we did. When we started the the uh, tour, same thing. Ugly Kid Joe tour. You know, you play 25 dates coast to coast, 35 dates, 40 cities coast to coast, and do it again. And it's the type of thing where you know you're playing at a level you've never played at in your life. And even now, now that we've written the new album and played more shows and done more radio stuff, I mean, I'm 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 mystified at what I'm capable of doing, which is pretty cool. And everybody just plays at the top of their game, and you're just much, you're just much, it's much more casual, and you're confident about it. You don't have to think about it as much as you did before. Um, two of the best shows with those guys, the first the first night. The first night we went on the road with Bridge and Mammoth. You get there, they don't know you from a hole in the wall. It's like they're patting you on the head. Hey, the new opener's here, that type thing. You sit in a corner and you basically wait and watch because you've never seen any of this stuff before. And you see their VIPs come in and go crazy for them. And, you know, how do they run a VIP session and how do they do this? And how do they do that? And how do we actually get meals and this, that, the other? And You know, it all goes down in the show, and then we get to right to the show start, right? And and it's not like we've been hanging out with those guys just yet. They they're doing their thing. It's the beginning of the leg of the tour. Everybody's just getting to know everybody, and they have no idea if we can play music. In fact, the promoter came to a radio. We we played a radio session the day before the tour. And the promoter came to the radio session just to see, I guess, if we were gonna embarrass uh, their show and they drove 3 hours to see us just to make sure and we killed it we do it we do it we did what we did and the promoter was just like you know come back to Oklahoma anytime you know and so then we get there and the bands have no idea and their crews have no idea we're no we're no one to them <clears throat> other than good enough According to, they're listening to our seed, you know, our live, our, our recorded music. They had to approve us coming on the tour. Literally, they had to approve us. I remember I got that call that they had to listen to us, which was honestly very validating. So then we get there, and then they're like, "Okay, it's we're ten five minutes before the show. We're about to go on stage and." I had planned this very very cool um I had to convince my band that we're we're going to do this very cool guitar solo to start the show. We have this 22-year-old, he's now 23 today actually, uh phenom on guitar. His name's Will James. One of the best new guitarists on on the planet. And and I don't just mean that like like the kid is truly that good. And so listen We're going on tour with Tremonti and Wolfgang Van Halen. So I took it upon ourselves to say, listen, we're going to do something that no one in their right mind would do. We're going to start the opening act set with a friggin' guitar solo offstage pitch black will create one of the best guitar solos of all time. You're going to be opening for Tremonti and uh, Wolfgang. He he was just like, nah, man, (laughs) that's not a good idea. The rest of the band, they were just like, we're not doing it. And I was just, you know, I, fortunately, I, I kind of run the business of the band and I was just like, well, we're doing it because when I'm 100 and I look back on my life, I'm going to know that I, I grabbed my stones and uh, we did something special when we went out with Tremonti and Wolfgang. And so I pushed the issue and and, and I made it happen. And and uh, Will, our, our guitarist, he embraced it and he wrote one of the great solos uh, that you could ever ask for. And, I, and that night you get there and they pat you on the head and we finally went on stage. They pit, fade to black, and we didn't go up. He didn't go up. All you hear is this amazing friggin' guitar solo from side stage. Their crew is starting to look up. The bands are, are you know, are hanging out. They that aren't on the bus, they're starting to look up. The crowds just got their mouth open, like, "What in the hell is this? Like, who is this? Is Tremonti playing a solo? Is Wolfgang coming out? No, sir." Pistols at Dawn was coming out. And let me tell you, when we walked and when he walked up on that stage and killed the rest of that solo, and then we walked up on that stage and kicked into song one, that was one of the great moments of my existence, because we put not only did we pull it off, but it was just it was so electric and so emotional and so uh, such a blessing. And and I can remember when we walked into this 6,000 people, one giant room with 6,000 people just standing there going nuts because you're you're actually playing thick music. That they didn't expect to see and that's the best thing about this band is that is that we you don't see us coming you have no idea what's about to hit unless you've seen us live and um and even if you have we try to make it special every night because we're going to put on a rock show whether you give us 25 minutes or whether you give us an hour and that's what we did we put on a rock show The one of the next shows was in kansas city and that's the only one other one i mentioned Honestly, I forget the name of the venue in Kansas City, but it's one of the coolest theaters I've ever been to in my life. It's beautiful, it's regal, it's old world. It's it's one of those things where you walk in and it's just epic and it's giant. And and I'd never, you know, you dreamed of playing rooms this big, you know, with thousands and thousands of people. And, and it's gorgeous and it's beautiful, and the stage is monstrous. And it was just electric that night. You know, the room was completely packed and you had levels. You had like five, six, seven levels going to the top of the place. And I'm I'm sitting there killing the drums and looking up at the top and just, you know, holding my arm out to them. And, and um, you know, these were just beautiful moments in our lives.
0: Massive adrenaline rushes massive feels on that too i mean any musician's dream um i guess you got to grab light by the balls i mean your your band out there you've toured many bands um over six million streams you guys aren't new to this but you need to cut your teeth right with every act you join you almost got to cut your teeth and prove yourself over and over again Um, let's talk about fly um you said it's being added on radio a lot right now in the states
1: yeah so so after we played those tours we had tons of momentum our last two tracks from ascension went straight to top 40 tons of momentum so boom we put it up fly and that was honestly one of the best songs from the from the album sylvia massey loved it we loved it It went did i lose you oh i got you uh it went top 40 i think in a month four weeks less than four weeks and uh you know billboard media based secondary the whole thing and and honestly our momentum just kept going and it has kept going all year and so you know we're on a wild ride um we're going to the uk with fozzy in february i called up mark willis their manager and i told him hey we we meshed with them beautifully on that tour you know we're a perfect match we're killing it ready let's go it was and we made the deal we needed and you know, we'll go to the UK and plan our floor there. And eventually we'll get up to your neck of the woods. We've got to get to Canada. I've told our management and our booking agent that, you know, Canada is an absolute top priority. And in fact, we did a bunch of marketing there when we first came out in order to, to kind of, you know, put our name out there and, uh, we'll get there soon enough in 24. And, uh, so fly is actually finishing its run now in the United States. And then we'll, we're, we're writing the new album now. And, uh, you know uh 24 is going to be insane we have a new manager we're about to announce and they're pretty big and we'll just see what happens
0: well things are about to get wild man I I, I do have to mention you look at the dude from 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 the band cold look like Scooter from cold man I'll tell you that. um
1: yeah I haven't I haven't gotten that one before that's a good one though I like that who have will take you that as a compliment
0: who have you got who 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 do you look like do you think
1: uh, uh. I don't know. Who do I get? Um, the goalkeeper from Atlanta United, Woody Harrelson, the guy from the guy from uh, Lex Luthor from, from Smallville. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, I get Travis Barker a good bit these days because I'm pretty thin Yeah, and I, I, I pound on the drums like him. And I don't know, we kind of look at like each other sometimes when I dress kind of like he does. I don't know. I get that a little bit.
0: It's interesting you say that, um like Luther from Smallville. Someone told me like like uh Tom Wellen from Smallville the Superman guy. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's weird. You don't really see it, right? It's like people tell you that. Yeah. Um so Ascension man, that's that's going to be moved on over the Brandy records coming out in 24. You guys started recording it? Is it finished or what?
1: Yeah, so Ascension was our child for the last year and a half. Uh, actually, we, you know, it was a child on the radio for a year and a half. It literally was at radio for a year and a half with three songs and touring and everything. You know, that's the life of it. We wrote it the year before. And so, you know, we're we're ready to move forward. We've got we had new material coming out of our ears. When we got home from this last Fozzie tour, so in June, we were writing the new album. Two weeks after we got off tour, Will and I, the guitarist, got in the room. We started writing writing the first two songs. Boom, they wrote themselves. We added the new additional members. Boom, the rest of the album, it's written. In no time, we have 10 tracks. We may put out 13, but we have 10 written and finished right now. We just keep, we just keep uh, polishing them right now. Our new manager, he's going to put us with three of the top songwriting producers in the world. We're going to go polish them some more. Uh, get them recorded my guess is by the beginning of the year and then go straight to publicity and put them out in the new year and hopefully get all over the planet because we're not interested in just being here or in europe or anything we want to be uh, worldwide
0: that's the way to look at it actually uh the producer on ascension that was chris pearson right
1: yeah, so Chris Chris Pearson uh, did the did the initial production on the album as we wrote it. He actually assisted in recording the album, and he he did the initial production. Once we had that, that's when we took it to Sylvia Massey, and she did she put the finishing touches on the album and did the final mix.
0: Oh wow! Okay, so that's Chris Pearson from the Failure Anthem, that right? That's him.
1: Yeah, Chris, Chris was in Failure Anthem amongst other bands, Brother Gray, and some other stuff. We had uh, we had actually played together in the original Brother Gray lineup. And uh, he, and myself, and the original founding member Devin White, and uh, we used Chris to sing on the all the Pistols of Dawn music up and up through Ascension. Now, he's an incredible singer. He's an incredible producer uh we're not working together anymore but we wish him nothing but the best because he did a fantastic job on ascension yeah. and he's an incredible he's an incredible writer
0: sounds awesome man i am looking forward to see what the future future brings for you guys i want to see you guys here in canada hopefully down by my neck of the woods and i'll definitely make a uh, point where of- are you i'm outside of toronto
1: yeah we, we we toronto vancouver all of canada we just we need to just spend a lot of time there our music is perfect there I don't I don't know what the holdup is. I'm gonna to talk to my booking agent yeah,
0: we, we about we like it. we like our music. It's just a very treacherous drive across this nation. It's a lot of boring plains and um flatlands and farm fields and whatever like that. So just be prepared. Um uh, bring a couple cases of beer with you on that bus. You'll you'll pass <laughs> time pretty fast. Um the show's called Meet Me for Coffee. We're brewing connections, conversations with musicians, entrepreneurs, and you know thought thinkers and people who are advanced in their time. Um but uh there's a pretty cool brand up here in Canada it's called Tim Horton's Coffee. Um, we know it. Yeah, I'm drinking it right now. Um I wanna know what you take in your coffee.
1: Uh me. I'm one of I'm one of those uh freak shows that doesn't drink much coffee. And and when I do, it's gotta be like a, a, a frozen frozen. I love, I'm, I'm that, I'm that guy, I'm that guy who's a girl who orders frozen, frozen cappuccinos and frappuccinos and all that other mess. And, uh, you know, it's dessert for me. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, man. Um, you're from Atlanta, Georgia, right?
1: Yes. In Atlanta now bands, band, band is based out of Atlanta. Okay. So Atlanta,
0: if I come to Atlanta, if anybody comes to Atlanta, what's one thing you'd recommend they do?
1: If you came to Atlanta, oof, that's a tough question. One thing we'd recommend, uh, food, drink, entertainment, what?
0: Let's go uh entertainment.
1: Entertainment. Oh my god. Um I, I, I are, are you a sports fan? Absolutely. Okay, so what's your favorite team in Canada? Is it hockey or or yeah. do y'all do y'all follow? Do you you follow yeah. baseball,
0: football? We follow we follow NFL and whatever like that, right? Doctor. Um, we also um have uh, I follow Toronto Maple Leafs, and uh, you know, my son's screaming right now if you can hear him in the background. Um, yeah, I yeah, the, the, the Georgia Dome man, numerous, yeah. New Mercedes, New so New that's
1: Georgia. the thing, the Mercedes. I, I would say you need to go to a game. You need to go to a proper Georgia Bulldogs football game. Oh, really? College uh, football game, either in Athens, Georgia or at Mercedes Benz, maybe catch the Falcons at Mercedes Benz or or the soccer team, Atlanta United at Mercedes Benz. It's there's no other there's no I've been all over the world and, you know, in arenas and venues and whatnot. And uh, it's not there's nothing like it.
0: I'll definitely take you up on your recommendation, man. Thank you so much, man. Uh, Adam Jaffe from Pistols at Dawn. Take care.
1: Thank you, brother. And thank you for having us uh, on your show tonight. If any of your listeners want to follow us, just follow us on Uh All of our connections are there and uh, we appreciate you very much. We'll come back anytime.
0: Hey, thank you for listening to this episode of Meet Me for Coffee. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe, share the podcast, and follow us on all our social media pages. You can check out meetmeforcoffee.co for more information. Until next time, friends.